Long Life Health presents the Talk Thought Podcast. You're listening to the Talk Thought Podcast. episode of the talk for podcast where i'm breaking down in this series of episodes each and every component in my his philosophy which you probably if you if you haven't heard any episodes of mine before go back listen to a few go to longlifehealth.net get an idea what it is i'm talking about if you have you might be bored but there's more coming baby this is me just describing it in detail in a podcast episode each and every component what i feel it is not trying to keep it short and sweet but uh in more detail for you to really get an idea the real detail will come in a book that i'm currently writing that does break down each and every component in his philosophy it's a manual basically to getting the best out of everyday life for the everyday person that anyone can pick it up and take use from it there's so much misleading information out there there's so much misinformation and there's so much out there trying to say do this way do that way do that way i'm trying to incorporate just a basic manual of going you don't really need to do that and extreme you don't need to do that follow these basic rules work on these progressively you know have fun whilst you do it and you'll get the best out of it you know principles manual component but generally this series of uh, um, episodes is me breaking down what i believe is yeah of course what you need my philosophy what you need to do to make the best out of mental and physical existence so hopefully you listen to my episode on physical health this is my episode on mental health and for me mental health i think it's important to address initially is that mental health how you feel an emotion and how you feel can be directly influenced intrinsically and externally so Something on the outside, you know, someone can cause you to be frustrated. Someone can do this. And we can also influence our feelings just with, um, let's say, with the power of the mind, just the thought that goes through your head, how you decide to think about something. That directly influences it. Also, what directly influences it is your the chemistry that goes on inside your body. Any feeling you experience is basically just chemistry. Something is going on inside your body. So let's say you feel happy. You, you feel you know, full of beans, full of life. You're really happy. You're really excited. And there will be a spike and a rise in something in particular. Maybe serotonin, possibly oxytocin or dopamine, whatever it might be. But feel-good hormones that will make you feel that way. And then if you feel on the other end of the line, you know, you feel depressed and you feel down and you feel shit all the time. Chances are they're going to be low and then your stress hormones will be high. So stuff like cortisol. And your hormones and everything inside you is directly influenced again by um, external sources. Anything from food, people, surroundings, environment, music, uh, the books you read, the, the room you're in, you know, the energy around you. 
uh, your information on things and then things intrinsically so how you decide to deal with things and how you decide to look at things and without the use of drugs because obviously you can take something like ecstasy and incredibly instantaneously almost release every bit of dopamine in your system and you will feel on top of the world but you'll get a crash you shouldn't look for any of these things on an in an external way you should always look intrinsically how can you create it within yourself so if you want to be happy there's too much out there that forces us to buy 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 we have to get the new this we have to get the new that we have to constantly stay happy getting that every now and then is fine like consuming things for and enjoying the consumerism of that is fine but you don't want that as your sole purpose of trying to be happy you want you being happy and content with absolutely nothing learn to teach yourself inside which is a lot of work but again it's something you progressively work at you want to teach yourself to be happy with nothing there are no worries oh that guy that just cut me up in traffic not the end of the world he's probably having a bad day rather than what a dickhead why has he just cut me up and you make a big problem of it it's how you look at things and which ultimately is an intrinsic mind frame these things have a big big effect on your mental health and i'll have to talk about depression because it's so um it's such a overlooked subject that's affecting so many people we are not meant to feel things cause us to feel certain ways as i just mentioned modern society is an expert at making you feel you know less of a person it's you know it's so good at confusing you getting you into habits that spiral you down feeling shit and especially if you start again taking external substances like drugs you constantly become reliant on that and intrinsically you struggle to produce these hormones that make you feel good you struggle to produce them on your own now because you're now using basically supplementation so when you're doing these things you you spiral downwards and you start to feel more and more negative where you're depressed and you don't really know what to do about it another issue that happens is if you follow the system again if you follow the system that's set up in place let's say you go to a doctor they'll hand you a prescription so for an internal intrinsic problem a mental issue that can be worked on there's a core issue there that's something that's happened inside it has to be found and worked on inside i can't stress enough the system set up in place the one you rely on to give you an answer and help you gives you an external answer a short-term little solution so you might take some medication on depression and you may feel good after you do it you know you go i feel happy it's it's it's, uh i feel good you know no problems big problems because you've you've not worked on the issue you've masked it so you've covered it up with supplementation and you then in turn become more reliant on that thing and you become less affected by it so what happens for some reason the system again the doctor whoever it is will go okay um take more of it and more of it and more of it and when you reach your limit you know what do you do then you've wasted first of all you've wasted a lot of time doing something and relying on something without even working on the internal issue because you think it's it's caused by something external it's not 
and then you're trying to fix it with something that's external, like a pill. So when you do that, you do your the actual real issue more damage and you make it worse. And then when you're confused and you go, why aren't these pills working? How am I still feeling these way? Like, I can't get enough pills and he won't give me any more now because that's the limit. And think what that does to a person at the end of the day. When you get down that road, you know, however long that process is, a year, a couple years, 10 years, whatever it is, even if it's a day, it's horrible to experience. If if you're experiencing this, you know, of course there's ups and downs and everything, so some days you won't. But if you experience that over a period of, say, 10 years, and you feel like there's no answer because what the system's offering you, you can't do anymore. You've tried everything, supposedly. You've just been uneducated, and that ultimately leads to suicide. They're taking your own life because you think that's the only answer. I think it's, this is how I feel about it, I think it's disgusting, I think it's dangerous the way that people aren't educated enough, I think it's um, absolutely awful that if you, if you, if you put forward an idea that is different to what the system offers you, you're victimised, you know, what do you mean do that, that's not the way everyone else does it. If you have an isolated idea and you stay, you try and stand out from the crowd a bit with, you know, an idea, and plus that crowd is only what you're surrounded by. You know, look at look at um, look around the world. If you're in my country, England, it might be different to go. Now, why don't you just try focusing on yourself, working on things, um, surround yourself with better people, do some meditation, get into yoga, something like that, and try and accept yourself as a person. You might get some negative, like, shut up, who do you think you are? And that that behaviour and that reaction is dangerous, which is why it's important to be yourself and not be afraid to trust your gut and go with your feeling. Don't be influenced by, you know, social pressure. But the way that's set up to deal with a mental issue is, for me, incredibly dangerous. And it leads to, as I said, suicide. The real issue is something inside and how you work on that is through things like meditation, learn to have a better outlook on things, learning to realise, oh, it's not the end of the world, doing things physically that up your feel-good hormone, so start exercising a bit more, believe it or not, have cold showers, start breathing, start removing stuff that's suppressing the feel-good things, even if that's people, if that's jobs, if that's substances, Start removing them and replacing them with positive things. Like the ones I just mentioned. And then including people, including what you do throughout a day. With a few practices of starting to think positively. It's difficult to think positively if you just try and think positively. It's not quite enough. You can get there slowly and gradually, but you want to put the odds in your favour as much as possible. So start doing things like exercise. Exercise will raise your feel-good hormones. And they'll eventually start to balance out with the stress hormones. Um, You can, as I say, like, just think about what you do in a day. Listen to some um, music, remove them negative things. And continue doing that. 
if you were someone that's already on these medications, I wouldn't ever advise, although they're not doing you any good, I wouldn't advise a sudden cold turkey. Like, don't come off them immediately. And obviously that is stronger. The stronger you're taking, the stronger medication you're taking, uh, should really determine how slowly or how quickly you wean yourself off them. But don't ever just suddenly come off them because it's too much of a shock. You're on them now. The key to everything is whatever moment you're in now, right now listening to me in this podcast, accept that. Accept everything about it. Accept the fact you might be depressed. Accept the fact you might have a shitty job and all the things that you think are going wrong for you in the world, just accept it. That's where you are. You can't change it. It's not going to change in that moment. But your mind frame will. And your mind frame should be like, I'm going to progressively work on it. I'm just going to start now walking in the right direction. And that's all you've got to do. And on the way, pick up good habits. Start to remove the weight that holds you back. So the weight, again, can be people, substances, foods, lack of something. So lack of exercise. Start removing them habits and patterns, you believe. Staying in, you know, sleeping in. Um, anything that doesn't support you feeling good swap for something that does and as you do that if you haven't already become reliant on some sort of depressive medication then do that in general and you know in time again it takes time and just accept it does take time in time you'll start to feel better you will balance things out as you feel yourself getting better it will start to pick up and speed up because you'll have you know more motivation and focus to work on it more intensely and get into more things but if you're someone that isn't uh well that someone that is sorry on medication already then start to do those things listen to your body most importantly you know a lot of people say, you know, listen to your doctor, do that. But if your doctor is the person that's put you on these things, trust your body. Trust your body. It's a difficult situation because I don't want to say come off your meds. But if your doctor is encouraging you to stay on these things and you know they're not doing you any, you know, benefit, they're not giving you any positive outcome, slowly start to sack it off because you are reliant on these substances you have to accept that follow the good habits like I'm talking about and slowly come off them and you will and can come off them it is possible how you feel is just something that's going on inside your body understanding the science and the chemistry of it should help you it's, that's the diagnosis you need it's just something that's going on inside hormonally and do everything you can every day and get a little better each day. You won't reach an ultimatum. It's not a straight line. But you will progress every day if you follow the habits each and every day. Even just one thing, you've moved a little bit further. Some days you move further than others. Some days you might even feel you've gone back. But that's just an opportunity to learn something. So I think it's incredibly important, mental health. It's a lot harder to see if someone's mentally, you know, stable and well. Um, and it's often overlooked because you can get some of the most mentally ill people that are focused on, say, physical activity, something that gives them a, a physically 
aesthetically pleasing body, so you might look really fit and healthy, but inside, do you know what I mean? You're, you're confused, you're running out of answers, you don't know what to do, you keep, you're addicted to exercise because it's your only release, and you don't realise everything else around you, you're not changing, is fighting with the feel-good stuff, trying to make you feel and keeping you feeling shit. But, and it is, it is a long road. But I don't think you can be classed as, say, healthy until you get the two in synchronicity. You have to be mentally healthy. And then everything else becomes easier. The components in my philosophy, like integrity, serenity, time management, sustainability, each one of them support each other. So the more integral you are with yourself, the easier it is to not be... um, let's say, uh, depressed, the easier it is to not be depressed. And then the easier it is to sustain. They all interlink, they all match each other and you can, you can align them all so they serve you the best purpose. But in general, you've got to work on each one of them individually. And with mental health, it's a taboo thing. For some reason, it's this taboo thing. Like, no one, everyone wants to be... I think what it has to do with is so, like your social pressures. You know, everyone wants to feel wanted and needed and part of something and accepted as some sort of group. So there's a lot of bravado out there. You can't be seen, you can't show any sign of weakness. You can't be, you know, you can't go out and go, I'm really depressed, I'm not coping well. Because it, for some reason that's portrayed as some sort of weakness. But if you wear your heart on your sleeve and you're open and you're honest with yourself and you just say, yeah, I am depressed, I feel good, I want to do something about it, that's the the start point of where you can do something about it, is addressing it and accepting it. You know, strop, the the bravado and everything, you know, can be okay in occasional situations as long as you're doing something, you know, behind the scenes within yourself to work on it. Bravado isn't the worst thing. I'm not saying go out and be depressed in front of people. You know, often it's good to forget about things and let yourself enjoy it. But as long as, you know, when you're, when you're going to bed at night and you're left with nothing but your thoughts, you know you've had a good day. You're staring up at that ceiling and you go, well, I've done everything I can today. You know, um, I'm looking forward to it getting better tomorrow. I'm looking forward to getting better the next day. As long as you're doing something behind the scenes, that's my point, you have to work at it. It is practices and it is routine. And it's learning along the way. It's learning what, you know, you'll start to realise, oh shit, this is making me feel terrible. If you remove something, you'll go, oh fuck. Like, I haven't watched this or done this or I haven't done that in a few days and I feel a bit better. And those, the couple of days I haven't done that, I've gone for a run and I feel fantastic, you know? For some reason, I had a cold shower and I come out and I felt lifted and boosted, which physiologically is true. Like the cold shower causes a physiological response where your feel-good hormones will ramp up. You know, again, it doesn't having a cold shower doesn't cure it, but it's something that adds and builds to finding a balance. You're equally prone to if you're the happiest person in the world, you're equally prone to becoming depressed. It just so happens, obviously, when you're 
happier, it's easier to follow the patterns that lead you to happiness. When you're more depressed, it's easier to follow the patterns that lead to worse depression. So it's about finding the balance, working on them, understanding that, and just flowing with it and doing your best to have fun with it. But until you get those covered and you're feeling good, happy, positive, and you work on yourself internally, you know, you stop seeing everything externally as an issue and notice that it's inside, then you'll start to get what I would class as mentally healthy. And then everything else becomes easier. So really, that's my definition of mental health. It's not so much a definition, it's my idea. And it's... Um, there's no... There's no, like, you've got to reach this level. It's how you feel within yourself. It, you don't want anything as a hindrance to your performance. That's what I'm saying. You don't want anything as a hindrance to your everyday life and your feelings and emotion. Life is a spiralling process. You'll go up, down, you'll feel shitty sometimes. You know, you, you might have a bad day, etc. But it's about minimising them as much as possible, if not completely removing them. Do everything you can to get there, mentally. And then, as I said, the physical side will add to that. And then the mental side, being mentally happy, will add to the physical side. Every component in this philosophy entwines with each other, synchronistically works and aligns with each other to serve you the best purpose. But work on that. And if you are... I say it all the time, and again, like the bravado thing, it's, um, it's difficult to stand out and actually ask something, but... Suppose whilst on the subject, like I say all the time, give me some feedback, message me, all this stuff. But if you're someone that's suffering with something and you want help and this episode touches and resonates with you, give me a private message or something. Just reach out. There's no, absolutely nothing you can lose. Once you learn that you step out of your comfort zone, something you might not be f- comfortable doing, and you get a good response from it. So just asking a question, you know, what can I do to feel better? I feel shit. And then you get a good response from me, for example. You go, oh, it's not so bad. Now I'm in a better situation. And it encourages you to keep making them decisions. Rather than sticking with the fear and anxiety of what will happen if I tell people I'm depressed. You know, how will people respond? You know, start stepping out your comfort zone to move in a more progressive direction. Gain the rewards of the positive feedback you get. Use that as fuel to spur you on in the future again that touches on it I'll explain it in more detail in my book but I hope that makes sense and possibly helps some people understand the chemistry of it and the cellular level and what goes on what that feeling actually is and what leads to it what removes it what you know what um, excites your happiness and what encourages your depression Find a balance, follow habits, follow rituals, have fun, go along the process, blah, 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 all the stuff I keep repeating. Hope that helps. Again, longlifehealth.net. Reach out to me on... Well, on the reach out page, in fact, you can find links to every single one of my social media profiles. And you can message me in any way possible. You can email me at talkfaulthealth at gmail.com. Or just message me privately or do whatever. I do, I suppose, take requests. But um, any opportunity to listen to someone and help, helps me. So it's another opportunity I can take on board to push me forward. 
So, bear that in mind. That's it for mental health. Next, I'll talk about integrity, and it expands on this a little bit more, but the importance of being yourself, why it's important to work on who you are, not someone else's idea of what they want you to be. Safe.